Welcome to the Ambassadors for Christ Outreach Ministries podcast. So we are Christ ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. So that means that when the people of God begin to praise God, he shuts up the angels. He comes to see about you in a right now moment. No matter what you may be going through, your praise can release you from it. Come on, somebody ought to open up your mouth and give God a Shabbat praise right here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We give God the praise, the glory, and the honor for being the greatest God that we know. Hallelujah. Give God a hand of praise for your neighbor. And while you're clapping for your neighbor, turn to him, give him a big hug as we always do, and tell him that you love him. And ain't a thing they can do about it. God, your presence is heaven to me. Each and every day of my life, I seek God's presence in my life. I would do nothing without him. I don't make decisions without him. My feet don't hit the floor without saying thank you, Jesus. I don't know about you, but I got a reason to praise him on today. Yeah, yeah. God allowed me to see 31 years. Hallelujah. 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 We are moving into the month of March. God has blessed us one more month, y'all. Anybody excited? AMC, are you excited? We got five more months to our first year. That went fast. We are on the other side of the other half. But in the month of March, I pray that February blessed you. We we dated 28 days of blessings, and God moved in a mighty way in the favor of this house. God blessed people. Uh, even outside of the ministry, and yes, we thank and praise him for that. Yes, yes. Uh, and I, th- I pray uh, that the series on last month blessed you uh, in regards to love. I know I cut it short, uh, but God told me to, so it had to be done. All right. But this month, uh, the month of March, we dig this month, the month of praise and worship. Yes. Yes. And we will come here every single Sunday with a spirit of praise, with a spirit of worship. You will find out through these sermons that praise and worship has a way to get you out of some stuff that you couldn't get yourself out of. So we're talking about praise and worship. And on this afternoon, I I want to look at a very unorthodox scripture. Uh, One that really doesn't say much, but in fact says a whole lot. As we rest our feet all over this house for the reading of the word of God. We want to turn to 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 1. 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 1. It's good to have family out on this afternoon. Amen. We have the Pacheco family in the house. We have Apostle Treadwell in the house. I saw him somewhere walk in. Hey, he is right there. Amen. We have uh, Performing Christ, a bit of Performing Christ in the house. Give yourselves a hand for being here. Amen. And then we got AFC in the house. Amen. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 1. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Here, everybody says amen. All the guests, because we have it, is sitting up behind my face right now. Uh, let's read it all together. It says, the sons of Judah, Perez, Hezron, and Carmi, and Hur, 
and Shabal. All right. I want to talk about on this afternoon very briefly. Praise manifested. All right. Praise yeah. manifested. You yeah. may take your seats in the presence of the Almighty King. Yeah. As I look at the church today overall, globally, I am amazed at the attitude that some of us have adopted. It blows my mind how many folk can come into the house of God week after week, Sunday after Sunday, worship experience after worship experience, and leave here the same way that you came. It's mind-boggling to me how some folk treat the church just like they treat their job. They just show up, they put in their time, they complain about everything that's going on, but do nothing to help the matter. It seems like you ought to get tired of the same old, same old. You ought to get tired of living from day to day without any joy or any peace or any happiness in your life. You ought to get tired of being down and out. You ought to be tired of just going through. You ought to get tired of going under. You ought to get tired of going backwards in your life. You ought to be tired of coming in here week after week and leaving here the same way that you came in. Leaving here with the same old problems. Leaving here with the same old stake attitude. Leaving here with the same old heartache and the same old heartbreak and the same old letdowns. Leaving the house of God week after week with the same old setbacks. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being down and out. I'm tired of being the tail and not the head. I'm, I'm tired of being defeated and not the overcomer, as the Bible says. But let me suggest to you that part of the reason is your response to what life brings your way. How it treats you. Part of our problem is our reaction to life itself. Part of our problem is that we won't praise God in spite of. We all know the saying, when praises go up. No, it's not a scripture, but we do we really know and understand the power of our praise? Yes. Ask your neighbor, do you understand the power of your praise? You see, praise can cause walls to fall. Just ask Joshua. Praise can stop the fury of the fire. Ask the three Hebrew boys. Praise can quench the appetite of a lion. Just ask Daniel. Praise can release you from prison. Ask Paul and Silas. Praise can fight your enemies for you. Ask Jehoshaphat. What am I trying to say? I'm glad you asked. There is power in your praise. Understand me when I tell you that the architecture of this scripture, throw it back on the screen here, of this scripture alone reveals a discreet yet obvious truth regarding your praise. We will discover on this afternoon that praise is permeated with productive power. True praise now has the proclivity and the propensity to be a power producer. Look at your neighbor again and say, my praise produces power. Let's look at the text on this afternoon. The text informs us that Judah had some sons. 
y'all see it. Uh -huh. The name Judah, if you look it up, means praise. All right. But notice there is no mention in this scripture of a mother anywhere in the scripture. All right. There's a father, which is the producer, present, but no mention of the mother, the carrier, uh -huh. the womb bearer. Sounds like the situation in the church, huh? Yeah. Judah, praise, shows up in the worship service and is looking for a partner, a bride, a carrier to help nurture the seed that must be produced. But he can't find one. All right. Judah ain't just looking for nobody. Some of you, I'm sorry, or some of us, are not attractive to Judah because your heart is not in the right place. We're not attracted to Judah because your motives aren't in the right place. We're not attracted to Judah because we spent an hour this morning looking in our closet to figure out what we was going to wear to try to see who was going to say, oh, you just look so pretty. Your intentions are not right, so you're not attractive to Judah. That's why it seems like you're not growing and gaining in kingdom principles. That's why the church is boring to you. All right. That's why the devil is beating you upside your head. Yes. That's why the enemy is wreaking so much havoc in your household. Because you're not attractive to Judah. Praise. Yes, because you refuse to hook up with Judah and consummate your relationship with him. But I need to tell you that there are some advantages oh. to hooking up with Judah. All right now. Because when you hook up with Judah, look at the scripture. Look what happens when you hook up with the praise. The first thing the Bible says is that you will produce something called Perez. Somebody say Perez. Perez. Now the word Perez in the Bible in this verse means a breach or a cutoff or a divider. Understand me when I tell you that when you praise God with all of your heart, soul, and mind, he begins to cut some things off. He begins to cut off and cut away the things in your life that hinders you from your forward progression in him. You see, Perez creates a dividing line between you and what the enemy has designed for your life. You do know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says in the scripture, John 10 and 10, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. If Jesus' intentions is for you to have life and life more abundantly, then that's enough reason right there for you to praise him right where you are. Why? Because when you and Judah hook up, when you and praise hook up, out comes a Perez, a divider, and Perez will cut off the tactics of the enemies from every direction in your life. So every time he tries to derail you from the plans of God in your life, your Perez throws him off course. Every time he tries to remind you of your past failures and who you used to be and what you and what you used to do and what you used to sound like, your Perez steps in and reminds him of his future. Every time he tries to block you from reaching your full potential in God, your Perez jumps up and cuts off his own slot attack at every point of contact. Every time he tries to make you think 
to get free. Sometimes you've got to fight to get free from distraction. Sometimes you've got to fight to get free from disruptions in your life. Sometimes you're just going to have to put on your boxing gloves and you're going to have to fight to get free from some depression. That's why praise and worship is so important in the lives of the believers of God. Understand that praise is your weapon. Yeah. Why? Because the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Let me ask you something. When uh, was the last time you grabbed flesh and blood? Right, when was the last time you kicked a prince of power? <laughs> when was the last time you punched spiritual wickedness in high places? <laughs> Paul says that the weapons of our warfare are not current, right, but now. mighty in God. For four things, for the pulling down of strongholds, for casting down arguments, casting down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You all read 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Praise is the weapon that we use to get through the hell and havoc that the enemy tries to bring our way every single day. It's through our encounters and experience with praise that we are able to produce a herb. The liberty that frees us from bondage. You better learn how to praise God through your adversaries. You gotta learn how to praise God through trials and tribulations. I don't care what nobody say. You gotta learn to praise God through the hell that's happening in your life. Praise Him through sickness and in pain. Praise Him through personal issues and insecurities. Why? Because when you hook up with Judah, praise, it will produce, let's recap, a, a Perez, a divider. A Hezron, a shield, a carbine, a vine dresser, a herb, liberty, and finally the word shabal. Somebody say shabal. Shabal. Say it like a man. Say shabal. Shabal. <laughs> the word shabal in the scripture means embracer of corn. It's gonna make sense in a minute. A wanderer, a traveler, or a pioneer. Some of y'all heard embracer of corn. I don't even like corn. It don't sit well with me. Shabal has several meanings. The first one is uh, I want to show you uh, is an embracer of corn. Understand that in the in the day and time of our text, there was no money system in place. They used a system of barter and trading, and corn was used by the wealthy as a form of currency. What am I trying to say? When you look up with Judah and praise, it will produce a shabal. God will use new ways to make you wealthy. Yeah. Not always money to make you prosperous. Yeah. When you hook up with praise, God will use Shabal to bring you into the position to start that business. Yeah. God will use Shabal to bring you into position to move to go forward in ministry. God will use Shabal to bring you into position to be all that he created you to be. I don't know about you, but I want to be everything God birthed me to be. Not only does it mean embracer of corn, but Shabal also means wanderer, traveler, or pioneer. Uh -huh. 
When you hook up with, with, with Judah, it produces Shabal. You will find yourself going into places that you've never gone before. Not only will he do it, but he'll do it in a way that other people won't understand. That's right. Have you ever looked up and real and just said, how did I make it this far? Yes. How did I, how do I conduct? I don't even have the qualification. How do I stay employed? God knows I lied on that resume, but God still blessed me anyhow. See, some of y'all don't deserve it, but God still keeps you. Uh, you want to touch your neighbor and say, that's me he talking about, that's me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I done did a couple of things I ain't had no business doing, but God still blessed me. When you hook up with Judah, praise and produces a Shabal. You ought to take on the attitude of Joshua if you study. Uh, uh, can I let you in on a little secret? As we were looking for a place uh, back in January, really, uh, to hold our space for worship service, I didn't know what God was doing when he brought me here. I knew of the place because I had been here before because my brother-in-law was, was in a play that was here, but I didn't know the people. Yes. I thought he was just answering a prayer. I asked God to give me a place. Yes. So he gave me a place. Yes. I just thought that this was going to be another meeting that planned out to be nothing. Come on now. But I didn't know that God was setting me up yes. for great things. I thought that this place was far out of reach being a startup ministry with little money and little resources and little members. But I praise God for the opportunity anyhow. And sometimes you're going to be faced with some things in your life. You're going to be faced with some trials and tribulations that you're going to have to stand in the midst of your storm, in the midst of your depression, and you're going to have to start praising God. And you ain't going to even know how you're going to come out of it, but you're going to praise Him anyhow. Do I have any people in the house on this afternoon that can give God a anyhow praise?
was with Moses, so he will be with me. Yes. He will not leave me nor forsake me yes, because I hook up with praise. Yes. Be strong and of good courage and yes. for, the, for to this people I shall be able to divide as an inheritance the land which he swore to our fathers to give us. This is scripture. I can be strong and very courageous and observe to do according to all the laws which I was commanded. Yes, sir. Because when I hook up with praise, yes. I produce a shabal. Yes. 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 And don't turn from the right hand or the left. I will prosper wherever I go. Yes, what am I trying to tell you? Simply, over the last 20 minutes, there is power in your praise. I dare you to praise God. I wish you would praise God. In the midst of your circumstance, you ought to praise Him. In the midst of your confusion, you ought to praise Him. In the midst of your crisis, you ought to praise Him. You, but I got praise on the inside because he's almighty in my life. I got a praise on the inside because he blesses me and my family. I got a praise down on the inside because he cares for me. I got a praise on the inside because he continuously delivers me. I got a praise on the inside because he erased the penalty of sin that was against me. visit www.afcoutreach.com.